got a real good feeling. You're listening to the Coffee and Crypto Podcast with Crypto Jeb, bringing you the best and most updated news about cryptocurrency. Tune in every morning at 9.30 a.m. Eastern to watch this podcast live on our YouTube channel. Hey guys, what's going on? Jeb here. And in today's video, we are going to be talking about how, unfortunately for everyone who is excited for the Amazon news, Amazon, in fact, has come out and flat out denied that they are going to be getting into the cryptocurrency space. But that hasn't really slowed down the rally because overnight, Bitcoin managed to rally over $40,000 all the way up to a new local high of $40,500. We're going to be talking about that news. We're going to be doing some Bitcoin and some Cardano technical analysis in today's stream. And we also have have some more interesting developments going on with on-chain metrics for Bitcoin. I am joined as always by my co-host and your president, Kind of Crypto Tim. How you doing, Tim? I was sort of crypto, Tim. Now you're sort of you're kind of crypto, Tim. I no, thought. it's still kind of crypto until you it's get a formal crypto. promotion. Oh, okay, is, so, okay, is, so, okay. is sort of crypto, Tim, an upgrade? For no, crypto, no. Tim? I think it should be mostly crypto, Tim. Should be the next mostly is the next Tim. step. Okay, that's the next step. Okay, mostly I'm, crypto, Tim. I guess at the end of the day, I'm Tim. Is, he is, is Tim. Yeah, that's right. He is Tim. That's what it Tim, As the president, what have Sorry. you been doing for your constituency? For the people? Yes. What I, have you been I, doing for the people? I am working behind the scenes. There's a lot of things happening that you guys can't know about right now, but that's unfortunately how these things go. But uh, trust me. You guys are very appreciative of the things I'm doing. So sounds like every other politician. I'm working on stuff, but I can't tell you what it oh, is. Yeah, no, he's, he gave us the Wyckoff spill yesterday. I was, was I did the Wyckoff, but he gave the Wyckoff. That's true. There, there, it's national security issues. Is, oh, okay. You know, so yeah. You know. what, what what nation is this? The Jebel Alliance? Is that the, 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 the Jebel Alliance? No, it's the Jebi Knights. You silly. It's goose. the Jebi. Yeah, Knights. but I don't know. I don't know if we've come up with a name for the. Uh, country yet. I don't. Yeah, yeah, we'll uh, figure that one out. No, it should be Cryptosant. Crypto Sant. Oh my gosh. Anyway, it's gone too far. We're also joined by Smay, the producer. How are you doing, Hello, guys? Hey, volume low. Volume low. Don't worry, guys. I got it out for you, so you don't have to say it in the chat. Now. Um, <laughs> we yes. should be back in office tomorrow, by the way. We apologize for still being out. We just want to take all secure um, precautions, make sure that nobody is going to get sick uh, inadvertently. Yes. But we believe that we will be back in office tomorrow. The first thing we have to talk about is this um this amazon news so let me go ahead and grab this article and show you guys what is going on because we have some updates here amazon no we have no plans to accept bitcoin payments the speculation that has ensued around our specific plans for cryptocurrencies is not true a spokesperson told coindesk amazon has come out and flatly denied a british newspaper reports that the e-commerce colossus was planning to accept bitcoin payments by the end of the year notwithstanding our interest in the space the speculation has ensued around our specific plans for crypto cryptocurrencies are not true. A spokesperson for Amazon told Coindesk by email on Monday, we remain focused on exploring what this could look like for customers shopping on Amazon. The report earlier by Monday told them this is something we talked about yesterday, that Amazon was potentially looking into accepting Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies as payments. And according to Amazon, that is flat out false. So this is one of the things that we want to cover in today's stream. What role does speculation play in our investment strategy for cryptocurrency? How do we go about interpreting speculation and making sure that it's working for us and not against us? Because now we've heard from Amazon themselves that they are not, in fact, planning on accepting Bitcoin or cryptocurrency payments, or at least that's not something that has been announced just yet. Now, I actually think that they are probably still going to be moving in that direction in the next year even if they are denying it right now. They're hiring blockchain developers. They're hiring blockchain leads. They've got all kinds of people working in cryptocurrency, getting involved in this space so that they can be developing products. All of that is fact. They've come out and said that. We've talked about the job postings that they've uh, shown here on the channel. What is not confirmed right now is whether or not they will be accepting Bitcoin payments. That has been denied so far. So, Tim, I want to hear what I want to hear your take on what is the role that speculation should play when we are uh, investing in cryptocurrencies and how should we go about using these stories whenever they have uh, broken, but we don't have any confirmation. So, you know, uh, someone said on here, I'm not a, I'm not, I told you so guys, someone said, Tim called it. I would say I called it into so far as I said, let's not 
put the cart before the horse. Uh, let's wait for it to be confirmed. I, I didn't know. Like I, I said that because I honestly did not know fully whether Amazon would or not. I definitely did not call that they were not accepting it. Uh, but that's, that's really what we have to do is we have to first understand rumors cannot be taken as fact until they become fact. Uh, but what I think is cool and something that potentially we need to examine for, I mean, first of all, we were, we were hit with a two, a double whammy, which one of them was fact. One was the rumor was that Amazon was accepting. The fact was that Twitter was adopting that still happens. That still plays a role in this rally. That's why I don't think we're going to see necessarily this massive crash back down to 30,000. However, uh, even, even on this side of Amazon, if you look at the article and we, Jeb and I were talking about before the stream, and I've seen a couple of people kind of echoing the same thought in the chat, the person denied it, but they were not very specific they with weren't. what was actually happening. And I think that was probably on purpose. This, this sounds like a classic, uh, we don't really want you guys to know what's happening behind the scenes type of thing. Um, but it was a lot that got a lot of people into crypto. Obviously, we saw a, a good amount of wallets being opened. We saw a good amount of people adding to their existing wallets. And despite the fact that the news came out and they denied it, we're still seeing like, it, 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 I mean, Jim and I were talking about beforehand, like we, we should have corrected down, even without the news of them denying it, we should have corrected back down to 37,000. We grew to 40,000 way, way, way too quickly. And that's 27,000. No, 37. Th no, I mean, we should have corrected back down to 37. Why, oh, why I say I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about 20. I'd no, no, I'm saying we jumped up to 40,500 yep. way too quickly, way, way, way too quickly. If you look at the charts, which Jeb's about to do here in a little bit, the RSI was overinflated. It, you know, it was so far above the Bollinger Band on the four hourly chart. It was kind of crazy. It needed to kind of come back down to earth. And 37,000 was a perfect little position for it to do so. And that that's what I was thinking before I read the article about Amazon denying it. So in reality, I actually don't know if we've fully seen Amazon affecting the price way too much. I know coincidentally the it, it dropped, the price dropped after the news broke, but the same thing happened with Elon back in in it was that April, like we were calling for a correction. I don't know if we were calling for a, a 50% correction, but we were calling for a correction on on Bitcoin and then the Elon Musk news dropped that they were no longer accepting Bitcoin for Tesla and the price, you know, plummeted uh and so it, that, it's just one of those things when you talk about speculation, we've, we got it like back to answering the question fully. You first have to wait for things to become fact before you make betting odds off of it. But what is kind of cool about this speculative news is speculative news can both raise and lower the market and get people involved, even if it's not true. Yeah, absolutely. And Tim, I just love the tiny little microphone that you're using there. It's so funny. Yeah. You're, a big, you're a big guy with the tiny little microphone. Well, we tried, we tried, it's a lapel or whatever. And we tried connecting it to my shirt the other day, but I guess it doesn't pick up my voice very well. So it's, yeah, yeah, it is. Coming it is. in live from the, <laughs> from upstairs. Uh, yeah. So guys, what I really want everybody to keep in mind about speculation is that number one, it is going to have an impact on the price, even if it's not true. Whenever fake news like this comes out and it has an impact on the price, even if the news itself ends up not being true, it still had an impact on the price. It still changed the market sentiment. It still moved the price. And because it did that, even though Amazon has come out and flatly said, no, we're not accepting Bitcoin and cryptocurrency payments, the fact that there was speculation around that still moved the price. And the reason that I'm bringing this up, I'll jump onto the, uh, the chart now. And by the way, guys, if you're enjoying today's stream, make sure to smash that like button. It really helps out the channel when you guys do that. And also consider subscribing if you're enjoying today's show. But what I was saying is that even if we discount the fact that, uh, even keeping in mind the fact that Amazon has not um, announced that they're going to be adopting Bitcoin. They've come out and said they're not going to. Even with that in mind, it still caused a major uptick in the price. Even though it mm. was not true, we still saw a 20% rally in the price. So there's two different things that we have to keep in mind whenever news breaks. Number one, what is the short-term impact? And number two, what is the long-term impact? The short-term impact is almost always going to be dictated by the market sentiment and the shift in that sentiment. Whenever speculative news comes out, people are going to have uh, opinions about what that news means. And they're going to use those opinions to go and buy into Bitcoin and cryptocurrency or sell Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. And it's going to move the market. Number two, though, there's a long-term outlook. Whether or not Amazon actually is using Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies is a long-term fundamental that's going to help build the underlying intrinsic value of the cryptocurrency industry. That so far is not true. 
What is still true, though, is that speculation has caused a price change in the market, which has now changed everything. We have to start from scratch with our technical analysis. So the reason I bring that up is because you get people falling into two camps. You get people falling into the camp of saying, oh, there's speculation. It must be true. Let's just go bandwagon and jump on that and get really excited about it, even though it's not confirmed. That's not what we want to do here. Yesterday, even before I introduced this story, I said, guys, this is a rumor. We even said it in the title. Guys, this is a rumor. We don't know that this is happening. You get one camp as the bandwagon. Everybody jumps on the bandwagon and goes for it. And then you get the other camp that says, oh, well, it's speculation. Well, it doesn't matter. The truth is, as always, somewhere in the middle of those two camps. Yes, the speculation is just speculation, and we need to be careful not to put too much weight on things until they're fact. But we also don't want to discount the fact that whenever there is speculation and there is FOMO or FUD, it does still have an impact on the price. And this is an example of a false narrative that has had a real impact on the price. The long-term impact on this will be non-existent until they actually do adopt it. However, the short-term price has been affected. And with that said, let's go ahead and jump onto the chart because there is some very real uh, price action going on right now that you guys need to be aware of. So starting out on the daily chart, we have seen that Bitcoin has rallied for the last seven days now. The first time that we have seen that happen in six months. The last time we saw Bitcoin rally seven green days in a row, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, was a quite some time ago. I actually don't know off the top of my head when it last was, but I believe, if I remember correctly, it was in December right here, December 12th to December 20th, when we rallied for eight days in a row. I don't believe there was another time. Actually, I think there was right here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, there was a time here in early January. That was the last time we saw Bitcoin rally for that many days in a row. So again, this is the point I'm making here. Whether or not the news is true, it has had a real impact on the price and it does change things. If we look here on Lux Algo, also, so we can see that this massive rally has caused a buy signal on the daily chart for Lux Algo. It's the first time that's happened in the last three months. By the way, guys, if you haven't already signed up for Lux Algo, I don't know what you're doing. It is fantastic, and you absolutely should. You can use our link in the description box down below. Use coupon code JEB, J-E-B-B, for 20% off at checkout. It gives you some phenomenal buy and sell signals. And I don't ever recommend that you follow an indicator like this blindly, but if you were to follow it blindly, I'm pretty sure you would still make profit. It is a a fantastic indicator and you should definitely use it anyway we have seen a buy signal flash here on the daily chart for Lux Algo. We've also seen that the MACD has turned bullish and very bullish, I might add. It looks like in the next couple of days, we might be about to see the histogram push farther than we have seen in a very long time. The last time we saw histogram up here around 800 was back in June, a month and a half ago, and we hadn't seen it that high ever since February of 2021. That means that the MACD is the most bullish that it has been in the last six months, barring only two days. That is a very important thing for you to keep in mind. However, considering we are that bullish and considering the RSI is sitting up here around 67, we're probably going to need some kind of correction. That's what Tim was talking about earlier, and that's what we have seen. We saw Bitcoin rally overnight up here to $40,500, and it is now pulled back with the news of Amazon not actually accepting Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. It came at the right time to cause a correction on Bitcoin. Make no mistake, this is not a bad thing for Bitcoin. It is, in fact, a very healthy thing for Bitcoin. If we had to just continued rallying here all the way up to $50,000 or something, we would have gotten overextended and we would have had to have a long correction the same way we've seen in the last six months. We don't want to see that happen. We want to see sustained growth, not rapid, unsustainable growth. We want to see things grow in a sustainable manner. And the good news is down here on the hourly chart, we have some very interesting RSI divergences. You can see that I have four trend lines drawn here on my hourly chart. One of them is bearish RSI divergence, and one of them is bullish RSI divergence. Let's back up. For anyone who doesn't know what RSI divergence is, it is whatever happens whenever the RSI and the price show different uh, uh, divergent trend lines. So we see here that this uptrending level of resistance on the resistance uh, is uptrending, and we see a downtrending level of resistance here on the RSI. That is bearish RSI divergence. Notice how this is trending down. This is trending up. There's divergence there. Since it is on the tops of the market, it's on the resistance. It is bearish, which indicates that the market's going to push to the downside. Well, guess what? That's exactly what we've seen happen here. We saw Bitcoin rally to that $40,500 level. And then over the course of seven hours, we pulled back 8.4%. That was very healthy and we needed it. And that RSI divergence called it. However, 
The good news is it looks like this RSI divergence has already played out because notice we bottomed out here around $36,300 and we're now rallying back up to $38,700. In doing so, we have set a higher low on the price action and we've set a lower low on the RSI. That means that we now have bullish RSI divergence as set by these two trend lines. That is very bullish. And notice how this is much longer, much wider RSI divergence than this bearish RSI divergence was. That's indicative that we're going to see longer term bullishness. Remember, the bigger the RSI divergence, the bigger the movement you are expecting from it. So we've seen a pretty major RSI divergence that is bullish on Bitcoin. And my final point before we go back to full screen and discuss this is that as we corrected from $40,500, we bottomed out on a higher low and then immediately started rallying again. This is a telltale sign of bullishness. This is a telltale sign that the sellers have exhausted themselves and the bulls are the ones that are categorically in charge right now. And the fact that Bitcoin has managed to rally so quickly after bottoming out just 12 hours ago around $36,400 and rallied several thousand dollars over the past 10 hours after having a correction, after continuing a major uptrend for the last seven days is very, very bullish. If we look here at the Lux Algo, we can also see that it did it did uh, show a sell signal right here. It called this correction. If you guys were using Lux Algo, you would have had this signal and you would have been able to make a lot of profit off of this. And we also now see that as we've gone through this kind of U bottom right here, we're seeing a strong buy signal on Lux Algo. And I agree with the indicator. I think that we're going to rally from here. Again, guys, if you don't have Lux Algo and you want to get access to these amazing signals, I mean, look at this signal right here. This signal called this entire rally that it called it. It literally did. If you want to get access to this indicator pack, you can do so with the link in the description box down below. I highly, highly recommend it. So let's break down everything that we've seen here. RSI divergence called for a short-term correction, which we needed. Lo a little bit longer-term bullish RSI divergence is calling for a rally. We've seen Lux Algo has flashed a buy signal on the daily chart, which indicates longer-term upwards momentum. We've also seen Lux Algo just in the last hour flash a buy signal on the hourly chart, which indicates shorter-term upwards momentum. One caveat, we need to continue to see sustainable growth. We've rallied 20% in the last seven days when in the last three months, we have been incredibly bearish. We want to pump the brakes a little bit and not get ahead of ourselves. I don't want to start speculating too much and say, oh, we're just going back to $65,000 now. But I do want to make the point that we have laid a very strong foundation. And from here, if the sentiment remains bullish, which I think it will, we can continue to the upside. This is the final point I'll make. I've said that three times, but I swear this is the last point I'll make before we uh, pass around the table here. Even though the Amazon news turned out to not be true, even though it turned out to not be true, it has shifted the market sentiment. It has shifted the perception of Bitcoin in the psyche of the traders, and it has put it back in the favor of the bulls. That is a very good sign. And so long as we're able to keep that up, we should be able to keep going up on the price action chart. Yeah. Tim and Smay, I want to hear your take on this. I want to hear both of your takes on this. And Smay, also, uh, we've got to hear about your adorable dog. I'm oh. sure chat is... is Old Posif. No, about yeah. Posif. This is Poe. He's named after the character from Star Wars. Um, he's my puppy. He is your puppy. That's all I have to say. He's a he's a very unique looking dog too. I don't know if he you is. See him look at he him. looks like a he looks like we were saying before the stream. He looks like a werewolf. <laughs> mini werewolf. He's a mini werewolf. Mini werewolf. Yeah. He's a werepo. He's yeah. a werepo. Smay, do you have any thoughts on what yes, uh, Bitcoin's yeah. going to do? Now? Actually, actually, I wanted to ask Turtle's you this anything. question. Oh, okay. the turtles. Uh, I haven't checked the turtle technical analysis yet, but I will say okay. I want to know what your thoughts are. How does all this, especially the last couple of weeks, we've seen some pretty, um, pretty strange price action with a, you know, a bit of a, a drop. And then now we're seeing this pump uh, and we don't know really if it's linked to Amazon news. Is it, is it not, you know, how does this affect your long term? Like how does this change your maybe in by end of the year price predictions for Bitcoin? It really doesn't because I expected that we were going to see some kind of big rally on Bitcoin in the next couple of months. I didn't frankly think it was going to happen this quickly. But of course, God, we were talking about this before stream. Everything was saying that we were going to go to $26,000. Technicals, on-chain, fundamentals, market sentiment, um, everything was saying we were going to go to twenty-five, twenty-six thousand. And then speculation drops out of the blue and says, oh, Amazon might be adopting Bitcoin. And, you know, I'll tell you what, I don't have any evidence of this. 
but that kind of looks like some bullish market manipulation to me. I don't know. I have no evidence of that. You want to talk about speculation, that's speculation, but that is kind of what it looks like. As far as what my long-term prediction on Bitcoin is, I, it doesn't change anything because nothing has changed. We've seen a rally now, which started a little bit earlier on in the year. Poe is adorable. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that has started a little bit earlier on in the year than I expected. But I still think that Bitcoin is going to be trading up close to $100,000 by the end of the year or moving on into quarter one of next year. That is my opinion. I think that Amazon is more than likely going to be adopting Bitcoin in the next 12 to 24 months, probably in the next year, to be honest with you, even if they're pretending like they're not right now. They're full of it. They're adopting people. Uh, excuse me. They're not adopting. They're hiring people that are um, going to be working in blockchain development. They are adopting yeah. blockchain in some way, shape, or well, form. Well, I, I think it goes without saying that companies do <laughs> this kind of thing all the time. Not oh, to yeah. say that the, the you know I'm not going to make a statement that I know which one is which one's correct, but like they're they're in the early stages of development. They're not going to make the promise that they're planning on doing that. If one, it's more of a mm-hmm. we're feeling the waters kind of thing. We're hiring people on to see if it's doable and if it works for us. You know, because mm-hmm. they still have to way okay how long is the transactions gonna take and is it gonna mm-hmm. be you know and so because like if we if you get to the point where the the you know the shipping ends up being faster than a transaction am i you know so uh but i think i think they're still testing the waters for for how it's gonna work so they're gonna be hesitant to promise or announce yeah anything and this happens all the time guys especially like i mean even if you guys know anything about uh, movies. I mean, and bo- casting things are almost never uh, confirmed if it's rumored. You know, so it's the same thing with a lot of companies. If they're working on a yeah. product, they'll almost never confirm it if it got leaked. Yep. So I, I think that's just something to keep in mind. I think this is a you know a great time to go ahead and read some super chats because even I, there was one there by Matt C that kind of echoed that. So I usually read the oldest to newest. I'm going to start with the newest and work my way back up. Uh, but Matt C kind of just talked about pretty much what you were saying, Smay. He said, I believe Amazon will be taking some form of crypto asset in the very near future. The news just got leaked prematurely. It will forever change the retail landscape as other major players like Walmart will have to follow. Mm-hmm. And then that's dead on. What I was going to say, you know, when, when you're asking a question, there's a, there's a couple of responses I could have, uh, Jeb, but ultimately uh, one of the things echoing what Smay was saying, I'm in the same boat of like, hey, like, this is what they do. Like, I think news was leaked. I, I even, I even wonder, like, I don't even want to say it's necessarily full of corruption. I think that, you know, if Amazon is being smart, they want to make sure to keep the, you know, they want to make sure to keep their news close because they don't want people to make outrageously dumb decisions based off of speculation yeah. and them not be able to deliver fully. And then everyone's exactly. mad at Amazon. So the smartest thing for them to do is to say, no, let's deny it until it's actually reality. Yeah. Um, I think I was gonna say even the biggest part of this, guys, is maybe maybe they're not looking to accept Bitcoin themselves, but giving the option for their um, their users to people who sell on the marketplace of Amazon to accept Bitcoin if they so choose. That's another way, like just building that platform for. Amazon to have that ability doesn't necessarily mean that Amazon, the company, is going all in on Bitcoin. It just means that they're exploring the options to maybe even give their users options or you know so on. And again, it, it, crypto's growing at a very rapid rate, so you want to kind mm-hmm. of be on the the on the cutting edge. So whether that means you're going to actually launch it or not, there, I, I don't see Jeff Bezos or Amazon. Like you, we see, you know, Twitter um, and what's his name, um, a homeless looking guy, um, Jack, Dorsey, Jack Dorsey. Jack Dorsey. <laughs> you know, I think they are. Very they actually. Oof. Sorry. They, it's they, bad how everyone knew what you were talking about. You didn't even have yeah. to say. I know. No, I know, right? But I think it's like I, I think it's like okay, they're really <laughs> bullish. They're really bullish, really excited about Bitcoin. I don't see Amazon like that. They're like, uh, you know, this is an opportunity that this is the money people are using. You know, why yeah. not? Let's get it ready and. If it fails and it, it dies and it's just a fad, then we didn't waste too much resources on it and, and so on. So I think if now if crypto really takes off, like even more than it has, then they've already had they've already kind of had their toes in the water. They can just jump right on in and start offering Bitcoin payments. So, yeah, it's yeah. kind of like they can have their cake and eat it, too. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me let me read the rest of these super chats and then we can move Let's forward. We have one from Juan Piedrajita, I think. Uh, I really want to know how to keep track of my investments after my trades, how much profits I've had, and if I want to move from one exchange to another, how will it affect my investment? Um, 
So I don't, I'm trying to think if there's a question there. I really want to know how to keep track of my investments after many trades, how many profits I've had. And I, and if I want to move on from exchange to another, how will it affect my investment? Okay. So the way that I always do it is just with a spreadsheet. I have a spreadsheet for my investments. And then when I'm trading, I have a spreadsheet where I keep track of all the trades, like the entry, the, the entry price, the exit price, the amount. I don't remember. I have the spreadsheet up somewhere else. The, the entry price, the exit price, the time, the amount of money you use in the trade. I track it all in a spreadsheet. I just, I just do it all in Excel. So that that's the best thing that I've found. There are different uh, services that you can use to track that also. I yeah. don't, I've never personally used any of them. So I use, I just use a spreadsheet personally. Juan, gotcha. Thank you for the donation. We got another one from Kenneth Gardner saying Amazon news wasn't the main reason for a $1 billion worth of Bitcoin outflowing from exchanges just prior to the Amazon story. This was the real reason it pumped though, in my opinion. Yeah, no, and I think that's a good point, Kenneth. There's a lot of reasons that the market moves. It's not ever just one thing. It is mm-hmm. never going to boil down just to Amazon or yeah. just to Apple or just to Elon Musk. There's a lot of factors at play here. Yeah. Amazon just yeah. happens to be the big one that everyone's talking about. But you're right. There is a lot of money flowing out of exchanges because people are starting to hodl more. And a lot mm-hmm. of people have bought Bitcoin and they want to hold on to it for the long run. And we've also seen that... Um, well, we've seen a ton of news come out about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. I've, I've had something on the tip of my tongue, but I forgot it. But there's a lot of reasons why Bitcoin um, is rallying right now. According, uh, Based on Tim's Wyckoff, it looks like that Wyckoff is calling it also. Even, so I was going to tell you guys about that. Like, There's a thing called LPS, which is the last um, position of supply, pretty much. Uh, I think that's what the LPS stands for. Give me just a second. LPS stands for last point of support. Sorry, I don't know why it's supply. Last point of support. And it, it talks about in you know in phase D of Wyckoff, you're going to hit what's called an SOS or a sign of strength uh, where you resume closer towards the top of that trading channel. And then you pull back to a last point of support, which in the definition of it, it means you pull back support that was formerly resistance on a diminished spread and volume. On some charts, there might even be more than one LPS. If you look at the chart, what we bounced off of that 36,400, put a, put a flat line right there. That was our level of resistance back on the 29th of June. Uh, we've, we've used it back on, in the 6th of June. Like that was a line that was a pretty decisive. Oh, yeah. We bounced off You're it right. several times. Here, show them that, Tim. Yeah, let me. Uh, or I can. I have it up. Yeah, I, you got it? Okay. Yeah, so like that's that even that like. That's another, I know Jeb was talking about the many different indicators talking about how we have bullish momentum. That's just one more that's saying this is bullish momentum because literally Wyckoff called that after you have this sign of strength over here, where we bounced off of the 40,500, we pull back down to a level just to test things. That was a former resistance line. Again, I mean, there's at this point it's playing out when people say in the chat, like, oh, uh, Wyckoff was, you know, invalidated a couple of weeks ago. It, you know, it's, it's useless now. I, I, I'm not an expert. You know, Wyckoff is a thing that like some people literally study for years to fully understand. So I for sure cannot come out and say I am the foremost expert on Wyckoff, but I just completely disagree that it is played out and it is no longer useful. It's looking like we are hitting it spot on day in and day out. So, mm-hmm. you know, this is just another sentiment to, again, I have a lot to learn. I have a lot, you know, I've been wrong about a lot of things, but guess what? Sometimes I am right, you know, and, and this is the thing that I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm right about this. Yeah. And guys, there's a lot of reasons why Bitcoin is rallying. And one final thing I'll say on Bitcoin before we move on here, because I also want to talk about Cardano and a few other things yeah. is that Bitcoin right now, if I show you the screen, is like you said, it hit off of that level of support that we had set as resistance back on the 29th of June. But also looking out at the daily chart, we are right now just below this massive VPVR zone in between 30 and $40,000. This right here was the hardest part for Bitcoin to ru- to rally back to sixty five thousand dollars? This was the me- this was the most difficult portion right here, getting from thirty to forty. That was what was going to be the hardest, and we've actually managed to do it. We're sitting up here at thirty eight thousand five hundred dollars right now. If we do start to break forty thousand dollars, notice there's not much resistance going all the way up to forty six, forty seven thousand dollars. If we break forty and we stay up there, we'll be back at fifty pretty soon. And if we do that. <laughs> 
If we go back to 50 that quickly, the market sentiment is going to explode. The media is going to start talking about it again. I, I can almost guarantee you some corporation will come out and say, oh, by the way, we're adopting Bitcoin. And then Bitcoin will start rallying again. We are on the precipice of something big. And I don't want you guys to miss it just because there is FUD in the market about Amazon not actually adopting mm -hmm. Bitcoin. We got to keep the bigger picture in mind here because there's a lot going on like Kenneth Gardner was talking about. With that said, Tim, do you think we ought to finish reading the Super Chats? Or should we yeah, I think, I think we have a couple more. I'm checking to make sure I didn't miss any during all that because I wasn't able to look at screen. No, I think we're good. Yeah, normally Zach has been checking. Definitely not how Zach has been doing this, but he is at the doctor's, I think, this morning. So I'm tracking the uh, Super Chats again. Uh, we got one from Jebi Knight Ozzy Todd. He said, hey, guys, hope you're all well. Smay, name suggestion for a turtle, Michelle Pun. Like, sub, and stay happy, everyone. The bulls are back in town. Wait, what is that? Bulls are back in town. I, uh, for sure. a turtle. Michelle. And then he says in parentheses, pun. I don't know. Oh, Michelle. Oh, Michelle. Michelle. Okay, got Michelle. you, got you. Ah, My, yeah, that's a good all right, one. All right, got that's you, got you. One. Man, that took me a second to get to <laughs> that. I did, too. Yeah, that's uh, a good one. Guys, smash that like button if you're enjoying today's stream. <laughs> I don't think we have enough likes. Tim, how many likes do we have? We only have 392 likes with pretty much 1,800 concurrent. We can uh, do better than that. We, we can better. do better than that. I have something yeah. to say to the audience. Look at me. Look at me, guys. Let's have a moment. Like the stream. <laughs> do it. We're trying out here. I know we don't. We're it trying. Look good. It, it doesn't, doesn't look, look like we're trying, but we are. Listen, it doesn't look good. doesn't sound good, but we're trying. We're Thank trying. You. No, I, I just saw someone in chat say, I, I want the office and production back. Yeah, uh, we do, too. We do, we too. do. Believe we, us. We do, too. Yeah. I want it back so bad. <laughs> it will be back tomorrow, hopefully. Um, you know, waking up and getting to do the stream like in the house is nice, but it's, it, the office is very nice. That's the only thing doing at the office. I'm like, it, it, I'm like this much more stressed than I am at the office. Yeah, like, it's, it's, I don't it's like just it. so much nicer. Anyway, let's get back to the rest of these super chats. We got one from Mark Zweigart. Zweigart, I think, says, Jeb, at Jeb, can you share your Lux Algo settings in the can. Lux Algo Discord? Yes. I, I can share them right here, actually. You know, there's um, so there's several different things. We have a video in the Cryptocurrency Technical Analysis Academy now, which, by the way, the link's in the description. You should definitely check that out. Um, where I go over Lux Algo and I show you guys how to get all the settings and everything. Lux Algo, once you sign up for Lux Algo, has its own Discord. And then there are um, there are uh, all the settings in there. But I'll show you the settings that I use. I literally just use the default settings and I found them to be the best ones. If you keep it on 12 here for sit, these are the only two you need to worry about if you don't know what you're doing with Lux Algo. So just bear with me here. If you go into the inputs, signal sensitivity, leave this on 12. And then right down here, confirmation signals agility, leave that on 26. That's what I use, and I have not changed it at all, and it always works really well. There's all kinds of things you can do. You can set it on autopilot. Mm -hmm. You can set it on uh, the – you can use all the settings that they put in the Discord server. I have found that these default settings are the very best. If you look here, just – I mean, just pause – and look at these signals. They are phenomenal. And if you but, haven't gotten access to them, you definitely should use the coupon code in the description box down below for 20. Jeb, those are Jeb, those are the default settings. Yeah, they are. 12. Okay. Well, because at one point, because just so you guys know, like, because I've seen the kind of course, some some people have said, some people complain, they're like, oh, it, it seems like it lags too much. It doesn't seem like it's accurate. I, I just want to echo, you know, at first I was having the same problem. I don't know why mine was a different setting. You know, I, I never changed it, but I remember like sitting down with Jeb and Jeb saying, Oh, let's adjust these settings. And ever since then, it's been way more valuable. Like I did at one point have it on a setting that was absolutely stupid. It literally seemed like it was giving me the buy signal, like right as it was about to turn back bearish, giving me the sell signal right as it was about to rally. And so I was getting very frustrated. I was in the camp of like saying, oh my gosh, like does Lux Algo even work? And then Jeb's like, no, let's just fix those numbers. And ever since then, I'm like, okay, no, this works like a thousand times yeah, better. It's so good. Just make sure you have it set up to 12 and 26. If you want to see those signals again, just rewind the stream. You'll be able to see it. Yeah. All good right. question. Thank you. Last super chat, at least that I have seen, unless someone else saw something different. Casey Powell says, could Amazon be adopting something like VeChain for shipping? Thanks, guys. Keep up the good work. They most certainly could be. They definitely could be adopting that. I mean, we don't know, but it's something that they could be doing. Well, we need some more leaks. Why. I don't see we need why some more they leaks. need it. I mean, they're already like one of the most efficient. I mean, we, uh, maybe, maybe, you know, but I don't know. I don't see like I don't see that being the crutch in their operation. So. By the way, someone asked um, 
Can you get smartphone alerts for Lux Algo? Yes, Lux Algo is an in, is an integrated indicator on TradingView. So you can set it up with all of the same alerts that you can set up with any indicator on TradingView. By the way, guys, Lux Algo has been reviewed by the engineers at TradingView and they say it's world-class. So you should definitely check it out. Mm. Anyway, let's go ahead and move on here. We've got some interesting uh, topics to cover over on Cardano. Cardano, as you guys know, is one of our more um, commonly covered cryptocurrencies here on the channel. And it's for good reason. I think it's a fantastic project. We've talked about um, a lot that Cardano is a major contender to Ethereum and Cardano has the ability to start gobbling up some market share from Ethereum if um, Ethereum doesn't manage to get its act together with the IP1559 and 2.0. So over the last couple of days, we've seen a lot of uh, parallel movement between Cardano and between the um, uh, the Bitcoin market, just because whenever the market starts to bottom out, you typically find that the market is going to move together. And we're seeing just that happen right now. Cardano is moving at the same time. I'm my phone. I'm so sorry, guys. My bad. Very unprofessional. That's okay. That's a show she messaging me on um, Twitter. We're probably going to do a, a collaboration of some kind this week. Satoshi anyway, Nakamoto? Not Satoshi. Hashoshi. Oh, okay. okay. Hashoshi. He's a friend of mine that we met on Ooh. the uh, around the blockchain. That's What's what I up? should name the turtle. Satoshi? Satoshi Nakamoto? No, Satoshi, Satoshi Nakamoto. Nakamoto. Drop a one in chat if Smay should name his turtle Satoshi Nakamoto. That would be pretty funny. Yeah. Anyway, what I was saying here on Cardano is that we've seen a double bottom. We saw a double bottom down here around a dollar. You guys know that we have been setting a dollar as our major level of support for quite some time. Unfortunately, we were in a descending triangle pattern here on Cardano, as we saw on several of the other charts. The good news is, however, it looks like we're actually about to see a bullish breakout. On the log chart, and on the auto chart, the linear chart, that is, we are seeing a breakout above that downtrending level of resistance. I'm going to use the log chart just because that's what I always use. But you can see right here, if I redraw that, we are currently breaking north. This is a very good sign for anyone who is invested in Cardano, and it makes a lot of sense technically. Looking down on the four hourly chart, we can see that there was an inverse head and shoulders pattern in play here. Now, it's not the most beautiful inverse HS in history, but it is definitely an inverse head and shoulders pattern nonetheless. And we've seen it play out with this rally on Cardano. We've seen Cardano rally all the way up to a dollar and 40 cents over the last couple of days. And if we look at Lux Algo here, I believe it's about to flash a sell signal. No, we have a buy signal active right now. I'd be careful of this one because we are seeing a little bit of a slump right now in the market. Uh, we saw this sell signal up here, this buy signal right here. So Lux Algo is giving some good signals here. But if we look at the volume, we can see the volume is relatively low. And that is something that I am concerned about. We're seeing a big rally here on Cardano, but we're not seeing a lot of volume to back it up the way that we would like to see. If we look at the 20 exponential moving average, you can see we're currently testing it as support. For any of you scalpers or any of you intraday traders, you're going to want to pay close attention to this 20 daily EMA. If Cardano is able to sustain itself above this, then you should definitely follow this buy signal on Lux Algo. If we start breaking south here, though, we're almost certainly going to see a sell signal on Lux Algo and start seeing a move to the downside. So pay close attention to that 20 exponential moving average. It is the most important thing that you can be looking at right now on Cardano. Looking out at the daily chart, we can also see that the that the uh, market bottomed out here with a nine flash on the TD sequential. We hit nine flash on the 15th of July. We bottomed out down here and put a bullish engulfing candlestick pattern into, into, into motion, which allowed for us to go into a rally. And it went into a rally indeed, because in this um, at the after this bottom was placed, we saw Cardano rally here above the 20 daily EMA. That's a very good sign for anyone looking at the long-term perspective on Cardano, because breaking above the 20 daily EMA was obviously one of the final things that we needed to do to confirm that we were in a new uptrend. We have, however, seen three things in these five candlesticks, one, two, three, four, well, these four candlesticks that are very important. Number one, we saw a green, red, green formation that is bullish. Number two, we've seen a very, uh, very, very tall upper shadow, which is bearish. And then number three, we're seeing a spinning top formation right here uh, forming today, which is indecisive. So as far as the chart here on Cardano is concerned, there are bullish factors, there are bearish factors, and there are indecisive factors. What do we do in an instance where there is um, indecision in the technical indicators and we don't have a clear view on what should be happening next? Tim, this is something that we've talked about quite a bit. Do you want to go ahead and give a shot at uh, what, what, what would you do whenever the market is giving you two or three different signals at the same time? 
Yeah, that's, I mean, you, you look at a lot of them. Uh, first of all, I, you know, there's a lot of different answers. I guess we could say this. The first thing is I would look at the trend, you know, uh, you know, the trend is your friend until it ends, you know, uh, that the, this point crypto as a whole is in a uptrend. Uh, also, I would look at a lot of the indicators and look at what the most recent, what the biggest, most compelling are. A lot of times indicators can be, like you said, so for example, you were talking about the uh, spinning top, very indecisive. If if that spinning top was paired with a whole heck of a lot of bearish sentiment and bearish indicators, I would say that that spinning top is probably telling us we're about to reverse and go back down. If it's accompanied with a lot of bullish ones, I would say that spinning top is probably just a, a sticking point where we're consolidating we're about to continue to rally up. Uh, in this case, uh, you know, I was looking at chat for a little bit, so I didn't hear every single thing you said. But when I'm looking at Cardano, I would put Cardano and say, you know, uh, I still think that we are moving bullish. I still think we're moving up, especially since right now, you know, I haven't been paying way too much attention to Cardano news recently. So please don't, you know, I could be wrong. Maybe something massive did happen, but there isn't necessarily a whole lot of brand new uh, fundamental analysis that has changed that much about Cardano. It, what it's kind of been doing is sticking with the market. And, and as we were just looking at Bitcoin, and if, I mean, we can't do it today because we don't have time, but if we were to look at Ethereum chart, we're also seeing bullish momentum on Ethereum chart. I think that the entire market, the entire crypto, currency market is moving upwards, moving bullish. Uh, so again, for all those reasons, I would say that we are still going to be trending bullish for Cardano. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think that just because we've seen um, so much bullishness coming out of Bitcoin, I think we're going to see the same thing coming out of the altcoins. Guys, whenever Bitcoin starts to make major trends shifting movements, as it has been doing over the last seven days, generally speaking, you see the altcoins fall in lockstep. Right now, Bitcoin is leading the market. There was a time earlier this year where the altcoins were leading the market, where DeFi projects were leading the market. And that was uh, a very good thing for anyone who was in those projects. Now, though, things have cooled off. There's not as much hype around DeFi and around the altcoins. And a lot of people are very excited about Bitcoin and Bitcoin now seems to be leading the market. Where is it leading the market? It seems to be leading the market to the north. And so guys, we have a couple of stories here before we wrap it out. We also have some super chats. Uh, just briefly, I want to touch on this. There was a short squeeze that happened on Bitcoin just a couple of days ago, and I saw this in my in my research yesterday. So this is actually from yesterday. If you guys don't know, a short squeeze is what happens when um, people are shorting the market, and then when the market starts rallying, then those shorts get liquidated, which causes selling onto the market, which or excuse me, buying onto the market to cover the shorts, which then causes the market to rally even farther, which causes more buying pressure, which causes more liquidations, and it causes a big chain reaction, a domino movement to the upside. You can see a short squeeze or a long squeeze and it can cause the market to rally or crash very, very quickly. I remember one time in 2018, I saw a short squeeze rally in the market 25% in an hour. I think it happened in uh, March or April of 2018. You can go back on the chart and look at that. It was, one of the, it was the third rally after the all-time high crash. And we saw a 25% rally in an hour as a result of a short squeeze. And it looks like that's something that we saw happen here. We saw a lot of people over on Bybit get shorted, uh, excuse me, get liquidated uh, for the to the tune of $413 million. And those people that got short, uh, those people that got liquidated out of those short positions buying Bitcoin seems to be one of the things that helped to cause this price surge. And that's okay. That, there's nothing wrong with the market rallying based on a short squeeze that we shouldn't say, oh, well, it's bullish just because of a short squeeze. So the market's going to crash. That's not true. We've seen a short squeeze happen. We've seen that the market has rallied. That is a good thing. The price is up and it is impacting the sentiment. So we shouldn't say, oh, well, it was a short squeeze. So this rally is invalidated. We should look at this and take it for what it is, which is bullishness for uh, Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. We also have one more article here that was pretty interesting. Elon Musk's Bitcoin bet allegedly, not allegedly, did cost Tesla 20 $3 million. Bitcoin's massive correction in quarter two made Tesla report a $23 million impairment loss on Monday. That's just the amount of money that they lost on paper. As previously explained by CNBC, Katie Rooney, the company was expected to book the loss due to accounting rules. Tesla holds crypto as an intangible asset. And because of accounting rules, when Bitcoin's value drops below a certain amount, companies have to mark that down in their financial statements. However, she points out that the impairment is not as high as some analysts expected. Companies have uh, get hit with these accounting charges if value of crypto falls below the price where they bought, not nearly as high as some expected, was hearing estimates as high as $100 million as losses fell below $30,000 on Bitcoin. So 
So this is actually uh, better news than it could have been. Tesla lost $23 million on paper, keyword on paper. They have not sold. At least we don't have any news that they have, but it could have been a lot worse. That tells me a couple of things. Number one, it tells me that Tesla probably bought Bitcoin even earlier than we originally thought, because if they're not as far uh, in the red now as they thought, uh, as we thought, then it probably means that they bought in lower and they got a better price, which means they probably bought earlier than we initially expected. But the other thing that's good here is that Tesla has reported losses and Tesla is not selling their Bitcoin, which no matter what Elon Musk says, signals that Tesla and the people holding Bitcoin at Tesla seem to be confident in Bitcoin for the long run as they are invested in it and they remain invested in it, even though they are negative on it uh, as far as their portfolio is concerned. So that is Kind of a bad thing that they're down, but it is also a good thing that they are remaining invested in it. And I think we can all learn something from that. I think we can all learn that uh, Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies are here to stay. They are here for the long run, and we shouldn't get too caught up in what the short-term price is doing in respect to our long-term investment portfolios. Just because the price rallies or just because the price crashes does not mean that we should get shaken out and fearful from our long-term investment positions. They won't sell like MicroStrategy said, cash cats. I absolutely agree with you. I don't think they will either. Tim, do we have any other super chats to read? I mean, I, I was bouncing around doing a couple of different things, but I don't think I see any other super chats. I think we are good. Well, guys, we're going to go here for another five minutes or so. Let's open the floor for any questions that you guys have. Anything you want us to talk about, go ahead and put it in chat. We'll go for another five minutes or so here. But guys, if you're enjoying today's stream, two things that you can do for us. Make sure to smash that like button if and only if you're enjoying the show. And if you haven't already, make sure to sign up for Lux Algo. It genuinely really does help to support this channel, guys. It is not um, it's not cheap to run a company like this. We have 11, 12 people on staff. I think it's 12 right now, people on staff and to, to put on this show and put on everything that we do. It is expensive. And quite frankly, Lux Algo is a fantastic product that we use. And when you guys sign up for it, it helps to support what we do here. So if you want to see this show continue, make sure to sign up for Lux Algo. The link's in the description box down below. We're very, very thankful for everyone who does that. And hit the like button. And hit the like button. Yes, sir. Uh, You have been commanded by yours truly to hit the like button. Yes. And hopefully we will be back in office tomorrow. I believe that we will. That is the hope. That is indeed the hope. Uh, so I've seen a couple, you know, if we're going off what Chad is talking about, and, and Jeb, you'll be able to answer this better. If you go look at Bitcoin real quick, the price has dropped. We're sitting right now at 37800 And again, so some people are asking, why are we dropping? We've dropped $1,000 in, in like an hour. Uh, what is happening? Jeb, can you, what, yeah. what would you say to ease people's mind on that? Yeah, sure. Let's go ahead and go to the chart. Bitcoin has dropped in the last hour uh, $1,000, 3%. So here's what I have to say about this. Bitcoin rallied 20% in five and a half days. Sorry, not 20%, 37% in five and a half days. We need to have these corrections, guys. I hope that Bitcoin corrects down to the mid $37,000 region. I would be fine with Bitcoin correcting down to 36500 I would be okay with Bitcoin correcting down to 35000 In fact, I would welcome it. And the reason I would welcome it is because the thing that got us in this mess in the first place was us getting so scared of corrections during sep- in between September of last year and April of this year. This period right here, us being so scared of corrections and not wanting corrections to form is part of the reason that we had to have this giant correction in the first place. Mm-hmm. Whenever you go into a bull market, you have to do it sustainably. The reason the 2016-17 bull market lasted so long is because it was sustainable. We saw a lot of sideways movement here. We saw major corrections here. These are all very healthy things. I've used the analogy before that you got to look at cryptocurrency markets like a forest. If you don't let a controlled burn come through every once in a while, the forest is going to get overgrown and there's going to be so much detritus on the de- uh, detritus and debris on the on the floor of the forest that the the forest will not be healthy the forest is going to get choked out because it never had a hard reset that's what we need to see in markets we need to see these corrections guys so don't get freaked out just because we pulled back a thousand percent the trend is categorically and uh excuse me confidently to the upside and we shouldn't be freaked out just because we are pulling back a little bit in fact we should welcome it good questions though guys Good questions. Got a couple of super chats and we can wrap it out. Yeah, a couple of, one thing I do want to cover because I, I think I've seen this before. You know, we had a, a 
uh, question. Uh, the answer to the end of her question is no, but Rebecca decoy asked, hi, Jeb, someone is impersonating you on Instagram. Send me a message. So I know it's the real Jeb, please. Uh, first of all, Jeb, to my knowledge, we do not message people directly. We on Instagram. never mess. Pe- we never message people first. No. So, to, so for us to message you and say that it's not us would be against what we, uh, yeah. do. Yeah, so, exactly. so Rebecca, I'm yeah, that we do not message people on Instagram directly. Um, I think we've messaged a couple of people back that had some questions. So if yes. you guys send us a message, we might reply. Yes. Uh, and we're working on filling out our team for that to be able to handle that a lot more. But yeah, we do not directly just go out and message people on, yeah. on Instagram. So if you guys get anything from it, pretty much any platform, if, if we reach out to you on almost any platform, uh, that is not yeah. us. No. Uh, so, um, if you well, the best way to get in contact with us, if you have a question regarding any service or anything we give, uh, please met, uh, email the support email support at cryptojeb.com. Yeah. That's yep. much better than Instagram. You'll probably most likely mm-hmm. get a re- reply because we don't have people scouring through the Instagram. So just yeah. know mm-hmm. that you'll probably get a reply. So there's a super chat from crypto vet, which I saw a lot of people answering. So I will answer the question, but crypto vet said, thanks crew, Tim, get some XRP for me. Uh, smash the like. So, you know, people are asking a lot, has Tim bought XRP, has Tim bought XRP, has Tim bought XRP. The truth is I have not. And a couple of things I, I still, you know, despite the fact that I used to kind of be against XRP and now I'm like, all right, no, actually I see it's merit. I see why it's here. Uh, I I'm even in the boat. I will, I will go ahead and just say it for you. Like I actually am not opposed to getting XRP and I probably will get some very soon. This is a this is a statement. I see people ask this question all the time. Also, like you know, Jeb, can you give advice on how to invest, when to invest, how much to invest? We haven't said this in a little while, so I want to kind of reiterate it, especially for anyone who might be new uh, to crypto as a whole. The worst mistake—I'm not saying worst—one of the worst mistakes you can make is investing money that you need to spend on other things. So, like uh, that happens all the time, where people they take way too much of their money, they put it into something, they end up losing, and now not only do they not have money in crypto, but they don't have money in reality either. Yep. <laughs> I, my wife and I had a couple of things we had to spend money on. Uh, medically, we had some bills we had to pay medically. So I actually have not been able to invest anything new into crypto in last month. Uh, if I had had extra money, I would have, but I'm, I'm going to follow our number one rule. And that is do not invest money that you can't afford to lose. And at this point, I did not have any extra money to be able to spend on crypto. But as soon as I do, XRP is one of the one of the coins that I'm looking at, one of the tokens is, is, is XRP a coin or a token it's a coin? It is a coin. Okay, good. It is one of the coins that I'm looking at, but unfortunately I'm not going to overextend myself and not have money to pay my bills. Yeah. Um, good. Roger Attic said, give us your thoughts on Cody getting listed on a major exchange this week and also on Govi. So I'm not very familiar with either of those projects. I've heard a lot about them, but unfortunately there's not much I can tell you on them because I'm not, I like I said, I'm not a Bitcoin maximalist, but I do tend to stick in the first like 10 cryptocurrency projects. That's not to say there aren't good projects out there outside of the top 10. There absolutely are. Uh, there's a lot of good projects in the top 200. I'm just not terribly familiar with them, unfortunately. Yeah. So, yeah, guys, if you enjoyed today's show, make sure to smash that like button and tune in tomorrow. We will hopefully be back in studio. Let me, let me something say, say something to them. Go for it. You know what, guys? Hit the like button. Listen to me. Whoa. Hit the like button. Or else. He's a Jedi Knight. All right. That is oh awesome. That That's worth a like right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is absolutely worth a like right there. This dude has a freaking lightsaber. How did I not know you had that? That's so Love cool. That. Guys. Hello there. Hello there. If you guys enjoyed today's stream, make sure to smash that like button. We will be back in studio pretty soon. And guys, I am really, really excited because we have some major things coming out here over the next couple of months. If you want mm-hmm. to support that, make sure to sign up for the Cryptocurrency Technical yeah. House Academy and make sure to sign up for Lux Algo. Both of those links are in the description box down below. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at CryptoJeb and on TikTok at CryptoJeb Official. Guys, that's going to do it for today's video. Before I go, though, I do just first want to thank each and every single last one of you for watching, as always. And I will see you guys in the next video. Peace.